Women Taking the Lead, bonus episode number 19. When you are aware the power is in your court, you can make a different decision if you like. You can choose to see the situation differently and see where you do have power and control. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. Head over to womentakingthelead.com to join the community and get the resources to support you on your leadership journey. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Hey everyone, this is Jody Flynn and I hope you are having an amazing week. And to get us caught up, in the last bonus episode, I talked about using your powers of deduction to get at who you want to be as a leader and that you are not your stress reactions. I promised you I would go into some of the common stress reactions so that with an awareness of what they look like, you could choose a new reaction. Well, as promised, here are two of the most common stress reactions. There are going to be four total, but I'm going to do two in this this bonus episode and two in the next bonus episode. Are you ready? Here we go. The first one is shutting down, and I call it cocooning. Imagine you're going about your day when suddenly something happens. No matter what it is, it occurs to you as bad news. In the moment, It feels like the worst news, the last thing you needed right now, the straw that broke the camel's back. It could be a change to your carefully laid out plans, an unpleasant conversation, a flat tire, burnt toast, whatever. It really doesn't matter what it is. What matters is it's something you don't like and you feel like it's out of your control. And then you feel the energy drain out of your body. You're tired, defeated, and you start to wonder why you try so hard. It's already X o'clock in the morning and you feel like you need a nap, but you can't take a nap. So instead, you either go in your office and close the door, or you go to your phone to see what's happening on Facebook, or you get in your car to go to Starbucks to get a jolt of caffeine. If you're at home, you might sit on the couch and do a Netflix marathon. You are shut down. Your batteries became depleted and you are now doing anything you can to recharge. You may also be in a mindset where you can't stand to be around yourself and nothing makes you happy. You may feel ashamed of yourself and worthless. And of course, you can't stand to have people see you like this, so you hide out and go into your cocoon. You isolate yourself from others and keep them at a distance. This is not you. This is your alter ego in survival mode. It will help you to recover, but it's not the most effective way to hit your goals or to achieve the life you want to live. While you are recovering, and if you find yourself there, do what you can to recover. But while you're recovering... You are falling a little further behind on your goals and you are ineffective at anything you try to do. The real you is effective, capable, and resourceful, but the real you has taken a backseat and given the power over to the alter ego. Here's a little warning. Don't make decisions when the alter ego is in charge. They will be decisions made from the perspective of an eight-year-old. What does an eight-year-old know about what you are capable of? Exactly, nothing. The reason for this is our alter egos 
oftentimes start when we're in our early grammar school years. So you want to imagine this as an eight-year-old. The key here is to be aware that the alter ego has taken over. When you are aware, the power is in your court. You can make a different decision if you like. You can choose to see the situation differently and see where you do have power and control, where the woman of your experience and skill level can make a difference. And in the last episode, I mentioned how I become a micromanager when I get stressed out and feel out of control. Well, there are times when I let that controlling part of myself off the leash so I can dive into the details and research the daylights out of a certain topic. But I'm doing it by choice and not because I feel out of control. I use my default stress reaction to serve me and not the other way around. And here's the thing, life is duality. You are both in control and powerless at the same time. The key is to be in control when you are in control and to let things unfold when you are not in control. And dare I say, enjoy the ride, whatever it may be. Okay, the next common stress reaction is overreacting. And I call this one the Amazon warrior. Similar to the previous situation, Something happens, but in this instance, your alter ego's faulty radar picks up something different. Rather than sensing a situation where there is nothing you can do, your alter ego instead picks up a threat. That change to your carefully laid out plans, the unpleasant conversation, the flat tire, the burnt toast, they are now perceived as putting something valuable to you at risk. This creates conflict. The alter ego is now charged up and ready to do battle. And rather than turning into the incredible Hulk, because we're women here after all, you become the Amazon warrior. And being an Amazon warrior might sound eccentric and sexy, but no one likes to be around this woman. And this woman has to fight for everything she wants. She's so unpleasant. People only help her if they have to. The battle that you create in this stress reaction can come in the following forms. Aggression, verbal and or physical, though likely at your age, you redirect physical aggression into some workout, some sort of activity. Then there is passive aggression, fuming silently, perfectionism, and jealousy. The idea that the more they get, the less I get and second guessing yourself. And yep, this battle is with you. There is more energy in this stress reaction than there is in cocooning, so you're not likely to find yourself lying on the couch, at least not right away. But this burst of energy is on credit, and you pay it back in interest. Once the adrenaline rush has passed, you will likely find yourself in need of some recovery time, and you slip into cocooning. Also, when your alter ego is in charge of this stress reaction, the actions you take will likely be misdirected. It will get you a result that is only temporary and land you with consequences that may be worse than the original perceived threat. This stress reaction causes us to say things we don't mean to ourselves and others, take our fear and anger out on innocent bystanders, and make snap decisions in the heat of the moment. 
Even if you are somewhat aware of your internal conflict, your attempts to hide it are futile. You find yourself being critical of yourself and others, you involuntarily focus on the negative, and your tone of voice, word choice, body language will give you away. A coach of mine called this leaking. It's gross, but it's accurate. You are trying to hide your volatile mood, but it leaks out. And as a consequence, you occur to other people as, and put in air quotes, not quite right. (laughs) This is not you either. This is your alter ego on high alert, looking for threats and trying to protect you. It is defensive, argumentative, and just waiting for someone to say or do that thing, and it will lash out. Again, to gain control over your alter ego, awareness is key. Be aware of what is pushing your buttons, what you hold dear that feels threatened, and what is causing the threat. Realize that a large percentage of the threats you perceive are just that, perceived threats. They are not real, and if you can stay in current reality, you can keep yourself from turning into the Amazon warrior and then creating damage all around you. If you know one or both of these stress reactions are holding you back in your business or professional life, reach out to me. This is how I serve my clients best. And when they are able to manage their alter egos and choose their response consciously, they are able to keep stress away and stay focused on their goals and moving forward. Okay, that's it for now. So if this resonated with you or you have anything to add, please leave a comment on the post or on the Facebook page or in the Facebook group. I love hearing from you guys and knowing if I'm on the right track. If I am, I will do more of this. If I am hitting the mark, I will pivot and focus on the things that will make a difference for you. But I do hope this was helpful to you and here's to your success. Thank you for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. Are you ready to take the lead in your own life but need some support? Head over to womentakingthelead.com forward slash contact to introduce yourself. And to strengthen you on your leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining with me and here's to your success.